Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 746. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Adam Hosey. Hey, Adam, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Adam Hosey is a professional motorsports photographer from Bonnie Lake, Washington. He discovered his passion for the camera in high school when a friend's father offered the use of his darkroom. Back then, he shot aircraft at Payne Field and unlimited hydroplane races, and then he discovered the Proformance Racing School at Pacific Raceway, where past Cars Yeah guest Don Kitsch runs an on-track school. Since then, Adam has traveled with Team Seattle and Don Kitsch to the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona to do some photography there. Adam also shoots at the local SCCA and vintage races for clients and consignments, and he sells gallery-quality prints of his work with matting and framing. So, Adam, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment share a little bit more about your Photography, your career, and your passion for automobiles. I think uh, my passion was uh, born in me, as uh, most of the car guys. It's in our DNA. As I developed uh, my passion for photography, I uh, recognized how I can merge the two together. And so it's uh, it's a great fraternity and great passion shared by everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's fun that you got kind of a start with your photography with cars with Don Kitsch because I've known Don forever. I raced up there at Pacific Raceway. And when you and I connected, I checked out a lot of the photography you had of race cars and things up there. So uh, we're going to have some fun learning more about your automotive journey. But first, I always like to start by asking my guest for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has a meaning for you. And it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Adam, take the wheel. A quote that I heard that uh, is very unique to photographers is that we photographers don't see different things. We just see different, we see things differently, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, which is very, very true. The common normal thing that people would see a house or a barn or a car, um, we photographers uh, see it in a different light and a different angle. And the mantra that I think has become very uh, uh, true to what I do is that I'm fueled by passion and driven by the car guy and driven by uh, the sport itself. So, What are some of the ways when you're out photographing cars that you try to give the car a different perspective? Because I've heard this from many artists and photographers, and one of my guests, who's a car designer, even suggested that you stand with your back to a car, bend over and look between your legs at the car to get a different perspective. Now, I've tried that on some Concord fields. You get some pretty funny looks. What are some of the ways that you look at cars differently so that when you photograph them, your imagery is uh, unique and different? I never really know where to start or what uh, the finished product is going to look like from the start of the shoot to uh, the finished print. And I'll look at a car, I'll kneel on the ground and kneel on the knees and I'll walk around the car and look at the different angles and the different lines and I'll look down on the car and really look at, at the different angles and the different lines of the car both on track as well as doing the private client photo shoots. And so there's lines um, in a car and, and colors and shapes and, and angles that you 
don't typically see or recognize if you just walked by that car. It sounds like really good advice for folks out there, especially if they're not professional photographers. When you walk up to a car with a camera, don't just hold the camera up and start clicking. Walk around the car, analyze it, think about it, think about what the designer was doing. Is that something that works really well for you, the way you've described it? It really does, and I really try to not shoot the normal side or the front. I really try to shoot a different angle, maybe just the quarter with the quarter panel and the and the fender and the and the wheels or the steering wheel, the instrument cluster. Something different that sticks out and identifies that particular car. Right. because um, they're they're all different. Yeah, absolutely. Focusing on the details, that's a great way to do it. Would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? I'd love for you to go back in time and think about that Pivotal moment in your life when you realized that you were a car guy. As far back as I can remember, I played with cars on the floor, like probably many of us did. Made car sounds driving down the road in the car. I would see and recognize different cars, and I got to learn the different cars and names and identify with them. And, you know, my mother would often give me a hard time about uh, cars, cars, cars. That's all you think about. And... (laughs) You know, it's, I really believe it's in our DNA. You either, either have it or you don't. And it, it's just something that you have and you can't uh, kind of pretend that it's not there. It's kind of drawn to you and you're drawn to it. So. Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk a little bit about a huge challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way in your career. And of course, I always say the most important part of this question is not so much the specific situation, but do take us there. But it's more about what it taught you so that you could grow and move forward. I think one of the biggest challenges when I first started out and I started shooting the unlimited hydrogen play races was being able to approach the team owners and the drivers and the sponsors with confidence and being able to introduce myself and follow up. I didn't have anybody doing my marketing for me. And so being able to have that confidence and approach them and show them what I had and being able to not only sell my pictures, but sell myself. And and um, as I developed uh, that confidence and began to enjoy success, uh, that confidence grew. And so that was probably one of the biggest challenges. And and as I did, um, I realized uh, the impact that it was having on the people that I sold my pictures to. And, and so it gave me the, the motivation to, to keep going and develop that. What are some of the tips that you could offer our listeners who might be in a similar situation? Because there's plenty of people out there that are a little bit shy, perhaps, or maybe their self-confidence isn't there yet because they're just starting in their career. What are some of the tips and tricks you could share with our guests that helped you be able to walk up to somebody, talk to them, tell them what you're doing, show or tell them what you're doing, show them the work that you're doing? What are some of the things that you use that help you move that aspect of your life forward? Be confident, be polite, be respectful. And, you know, it's not old school to say thank you and and, uh, acknowledge their accomplishments and thank them for their time and the privilege and the opportunity that you're afforded or that I'm afforded as a photographer. It's just common courtesies. And so those are probably, they might seem basic, but they're important and it's part of your reputation. People remember that, you know, how courteous or how rude you are. And uh, and that speaks volume about who you are. And people will 
tell other people. And like we said, in the car business, the hydroplane business, everybody knows somebody. And it's that first impression or that reputation that you develop that's going to follow you, whether you know it or not, it's going to follow you and, and it will either advance you or it will hold you back. Absolutely. And it's great advice and it's so simple, but you know, a lot of people just don't understand that courtesy aspect, that gratitude aspect, the kindness aspect. And I always say, I think folks that don't get that probably weren't taught that growing up by their parents. It's a simple, simple thing, and I'm really glad that you, you uh, offer that to people out there. It, it is simple. Just be kind, courteous, and respectful, and uh, grateful, and also uh, remember to tell people that, uh, hey, I love what you're doing. This is cool, whether it's a boat or a car or whatever that is. Absolutely. Makes them feel better, too. There's a lot of hard work that goes into somebody's car, their collection, their passion, and they and they share that equal passion in what they're doing, and, and they like to be validated, too, and, and it's really important. Absolutely. Great advice. Well, Adam, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share one of those career aha moments. I'd like to say it's when those headlights come on and kind of illuminate your direction down a new path or a new direction you want to turn. Tell us about your aha moment. I had to really kind of think about this, and I think going back to shooting the uh, the unlimited hydroplane racing series there is nothing more graceful than a boat skimming the top of the water at 150 plus miles an hour <laughs> especially when one takes flight you know when you get that that shot of everything being perfectly sharp and the background blurred or you catch that boat in the air and you're able to sell your images and and guys that say, I want that. I want that shot. And then, you know, and when people come up to you, I have guys that tell me all the time, I've got your pictures on the wall in my office. I love them. They're great. And that's kind of the, that kind of, I would have to say the aha moment when you know that you're making a difference and and, uh, allowing somebody else to to, to feel that emotion and that excitement that that you feel. And so that's, uh, that's, it kind of keeps giving. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've heard this from many guests, especially people that are on the creative side, whether they're photographers, artists, or car builders. I just had uh, Richard Schickman on the show. He has a company called the RSR Project, where he he built himself an RSR Porsche tribute car just to have something cool and fun. And shortly thereafter, somebody offered him a big amount of money for it. And he went, hmm, wow, somebody likes what I did. I can maybe start doing this, (laughs) you know? So it's that validation. I think that's the key takeaway for me. That's really true. That was that's really kind of the aha moment when I started doing the boat races and I started selling my work, thinking this is really cool. You know, I can I can do this. So, how about proudest career moment? I would assume you've had a couple of those. Could you share one with us? I've had a couple, and it's it's been hard to kind of narrow it down just to a couple. One that sticks out in mind was when I was over in the Tri Cities and shooting the boat races and. The Miss Free Eye, um, powered by um, Dr. Ken Muscatel, was coming around, and that boat took flight and caught air, and I got the whole sequence, and it was really sharp. And in those situations, the last thing that anybody wants to see is uh, pictures of a boat being destroyed or in the air, but after it's all settled and the water settles, all the team and the crew, it's the first thing they ask about is, did you get it? Did you get the blow over? <laughs> yeah. I see it. Yeah. And 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 then I got it. And it's one of those what a great shot. And there happened to be a German sport magazine 
doing a story on the world's fastest boat. One of the uh, writers and publishers had heard that I got pictures of the blowover, and they approached me and said, we want to see what you have. And I provided them pictures, and my images got published in their magazine. And that was kind of one of the first times that I'd been published, and to see my images in print was that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's always... That was a pretty cool moment. And recently, uh, you know, a couple of years back, I uh, was doing the vintage races and turn six there at Pacific Raceways normally is uh, filled with four or five or six photographers standing on that turn. And if you know Pacific Raceways, you know that turn pretty well. It's a fast turn yeah. in and out of five and up the hill and, and they're gone. And one particular client hit that turn and hit hit that curb and popped it up on two wheels. And this is a, a Boss 302 and that's a pretty heavy car. And I happened to be the only photographer there that day. And I had shot this car for this client several times. And uh, one of the things I learned during the boat races is no matter how many times you shoot a boat or shoot a car, you never know what that car or that boat's going to do. And so you, you shoot that car and you shoot that boat. And I happened to shoot this car and saw him uh, on two wheels and, and off he went. And it was that fast. And when I saw it, I thought, did I really see what I think I saw? And I looked at it and I got it and, and it was sharp. And I went to this client and showed him and he said, I want that. And I said, I thought you would. And he asked me uh, how big we can make it. And we ended up uh, making a big 20 by 30 print. So it was a great shot. Yeah, very, very cool. I'll make sure I have that on your show notes page on the Cars yeah website for our listeners so they can go and check that out. It's an awesome shot. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time again. I'd love for you to share your first really special car and maybe a, a memory you have with that vehicle. I guess my first car would be would have to be my special car. I mean, it's your very first car. And I remember, believe it or not, it was a 1976 Pinto wagon. It was perfect. It it was bought from an old an older lady and a light blue, and uh, it was just in great shape. But I think, like all of us, it was your first car. It was mine, and it kind of gave you that rite of passage to go wherever you wanted to go and that, that rite of freedom. Not exactly a head-turner, but the fact that it was mine uh, made it special. Yeah, absolutely. My my first car was not very special either. It was a 67 Chevy Nova, but it was, like yours, literally owned by a little old lady. This thing was so perfect. It still had those plastic seat covers with the little bumps all over them they had back in the 60s. And uh, yeah, it wasn't that cool, but uh, you know, it got me to the beach uh, with my surfboard and all my buddies could pile in the back and dirty and sandy wetsuits in the trunk. So uh, it was a good first car, that's for sure. It, it, was, it was yours. Yeah. Uh, you you know, you didn't have to borrow it. It wasn't your mom or dad's, and it was yours, and you could go wherever you wanted and do whatever you wanted to do. So I was very grateful that that little old lady took good care of that car because it was still shiny and everything. So I had it for about a year. It was fun. Now, how about Sellers Remorse? Is there a car you've let go that you wish you had back? Um, not really. I had a I had a '77 Rabbit that was a diesel Rabbit that was pretty cool, and I had just started to kind of put some personal touches on it, uh, wheels and tinted uh, glass. But no, I, I haven't really had a, a lot of cars that that I've sold that uh, kind of wish I, I I could have back. I haven't experienced that. Down the road, down the road. Well, how about a, a current project? I'd love for you to talk about what you're doing this year. What has you really excited and fired up? 
I do have a current project, and this is one of those cars that would be buyer's remorse if I ever sold it. I have a 1974 Volkswagen Super Beetle that I've had for almost 27 years, and I've kept it in the garage. It's in great shape. It's never been wrecked. Everybody identifies with the bug and the beetle, and they love it. And I have worked on it over the last several years. I've um, done some history on it. I found out that it was built in Emden, Germany, and it arrived in the U.S. Uh, in Portland. And um, I've done some um, wheel upgrades and some engine mods. I put a little beefy motor, 1776, with a 40 Weber carb on it and a bigger clutch and lowered it an inch and a half and put staggered tires on the front and on the back to help it handle better with a bigger sway bar. It's a kick in the pants to drive. It's just fun. And so I'm going to keep the car and see it finished. And, and I have personalized plates on it. And I've been offered money for it. And I don't want to sell it. And it's just uh, one of those cars that everybody identifies with. And, and at some point, everybody's had a bug or a beetle. And, and they have a story about it. So they're yeah. fun to drive. Oh, they are. They're awesome. And, uh, you know, we're recording this show on a Saturday morning here. Pacific Northwest and the sun is coming out, which is rare this time of year up here. And I have a neighbor across the street, Bruce, who just pulled out of his driveway as we're sitting here talking. I watch him go by. He's got a 58 little Beetle. That's just a beautiful little car. And he only takes it out when the sun's out and drives it around the neighborhood. I think Bruce is in his mid-80s now. So everybody loves the Beetle. They're just great. There you go. And that's exactly what I'm... Yep. Everybody loves the Beetle. The And, and if you watch Barrett Jackson or any of the auctions, they're starting to... They're starting to bring big money to microbuses. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just considering how many of those they made, the, the dollars. But I think it's the, the uh, rising tide of the collector card market has, has raised all prices because uh, some of the prices that these, these buses go for is, is utterly ridiculous. It's just crazy, especially if you've ever driven a bus. They're slow as a slug, so... Dave Kindig of, of Bitch and Rides just had one go across the block in the last uh, Scottsdale yeah. auction, and yeah. I don't remember exactly what it went for, but it was well over a hundred thousand dollars. Dave's been a guest here on the show. Now his his builds are a little different. He does some pretty spectacular stuff. Now the fact that it wasn't a stock bus had had something to do with that, I think, but it was probably more the celebrityness of of Dave and his show Bitch and Rides. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Adam. If Adam was a car, what kind of car would you be and why? I have always liked the 68 Mustang Fastback. It's a classic and, again, kind of like the Volkswagen, the Bug. Everybody identifies with it. Lee Iacocca had no idea what he created when they designed that car. They're timeless lines, great history, and a great following. So I love the fastback. I love love the body um, design of that car. And there's so much you can do with them. And it's very much a, a, a head turner. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Adam, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. 
Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. All right, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I keep a logbook of all the maintenance that I've done. And my dad taught me this. So I keep a maintenance a logbook of everything I've done to my vehicle so that at any point there's any question what you've done, when you did it you can go back and look at that. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Les Schwab or to the parts store to get parts. And you're asked, when did you last rotate your tires? When did you have a front end alignment done? When was the last time you changed the plugs? Most guys will say, I don't remember. I think it was. Well, and I can look in that book and, and I know exactly right down the, the date and the mileage and what I did. So that's probably the best advice that uh, I, I've I've gotten and it it, uh, it helps a lot. Great advice. Now, would you share a personal habit you believe has helped contribute to your success? Be true to yourself. Work hard. Treat others the way you want to be treated. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Absolutely. Now, how about a resource? There's a lot of great resources these days, but is there one in particular that you'd like to share? Google. I guess that's the best one that comes to mind. If you <laughs> yeah. want to know anything or find anything, the Internet. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're spoiled at what you can find on the Internet and what you can find by Googling. Yeah. There's a lot of great photographers that I've found inspiration from, but I think as far as a resource, the Internet is a great resource. Absolutely. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry and field, living or deceased, who would it be? That's a hard one. I don't know that you can narrow it down to... (laughs) I know. I'm not going to make it easy for you, though. No. I think the two that come to mind are Mario Andretti and Carol Shelby, and even the King Richard Petty. Mario Andretti goes back to to be true to yourself, and he is genuine. He he is a legend, and and he's genuine in the sport, and he's definitely uh, left his mark on the record book. Absolutely, absolutely. And he just turned 80 this year, so looking pretty good for 80 years old, that's for sure. It looks great great for 80. Now, Adam, would you share a book with our listeners that you've enjoyed reading? One of my favorite books is uh, The Performing Art of the American Automobile, and the photographer is Michael Furman. Great book, great history of 
of the car and goes uh, goes all through the history of uh, several different kinds of, of of cars, exotic muscle cars. Um, so great, great books. The Performing Art of uh, the American Automobile. Yeah, Jonathan Stein was the author of that book and Michael Furman, the photographer, as you mentioned. Both of those gentlemen have been guests here on Cars Yeah. His images are amazing, yeah. and uh, you know I love looking at his images. Find great inspiration uh, in them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources on Adam's show notes page at the Cars Yeah website. Just type Adam Hosey H O S E Y into the search bar, and that page will pop up with links to everything that Adam's been so kind to share with us today. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Adam, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. If you could have only one very cool collector car in your garage, I'm going to buy you anything you'd like today, so don't worry about the cost. What would it be and why? I always said that if I ever sold my bug, it would be the 68 Mustang Fastback. And I struggled between the 68 and the 65 because I was born in 65 and I'd love to have a 65 Mustang Fastback, but I love the body style of the 68. It's just American muscle. It defines American muscle, and it's just a, it's just a cool car. Uh, I've always, always loved that car. So maybe someday, maybe someday. I, I like them as well. I had a '66 uh, Shelby GT350. It was a tribute car. It was not a real one, but it was done in an amazing way. And I actually drove it to work every day for a couple years. I couldn't get gas without people coming over and telling stories about Mustangs in their life. Young kids, old kids, old ladies. I mean, it was just incredible. Those cars just uh, kind of stir up something. Probably because they made over a million of those things over the, the years. The old Mustangs, but yeah, absolutely. What color? A deep blue. Love, love a deep blue. Not your typical red. Just a, a deep blue would be would be stunning with a chrome wheels and maybe a slight drop in the front just to give it a, a, a nice stance and lower it a little and just to give it a, a great stance and a deep and a deep throaty a deep throaty purr with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Adam, you've taken me on an awesome ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yow listeners and with me. Would you offer us one parting piece of wisdom and guidance before you rip off down the roadway in that 68 Mustang Fastback? I love cars. I love sharing the passion, and I love photographing cars. I like to photograph as many different cars as I can. It's very enjoyable. It's very different, and it's great sharing the passion with the collectors. And uh, like any great artist that wants to paint as many pictures or many different subjects, that's what I, I'd like to do, and that's my goal, and leave a lasting impression on, on those that uh, that share that passion so they have something they can put on their walls in their home. And I'm grateful for the, the opportunities that I have and uh, to be able to create emotion and uh, share that passion with others. Absolutely. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about what you're doing? They can reach me on my website, adamhoseyphoto.com, and uh, there they can see my images and see what I do and reach out to me and I'm available for private client photo sessions and they can find me uh, at the tracks at the local vintage races and SCCA races and uh, club events. Cool. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything to uh, locate Adam on his show notes page at carsyeah.com. Just type Adam in the search bar. That page will pop up. Check out what he's doing. I think you're going to love his photography. Adam, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing 
your experiences with the Carjal listeners and with me. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark, for having me. It's been a great opportunity. Look forward to it. You're welcome. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!